just about a family that don't have kids. I think so. Always calm, always bright. Or like parents that are away for the weekend. And around young virgin mother and child. No, it's no. they refer to child. Holy infant, so tender and mild. Oh, it's the first night. They don't know any better. Yeah, infants they don't know. Not, not quiet. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna come in with this, honey. <laughs> when they say the moon on the breast of the new fallen snow, they're not talking about a titty. They're not talking. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special bonus, bonus episode of Mary Flixmas. Yeah, we're not supposed to be here right now. No, we're not even supposed to be here today. No, we're recording this. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Right. Uh, we're recording this on Christmas Eve. Yeah, like real psychos. Yep. Yeah. Uh, postponing putting together our child's Santa gift. He's got enough shit, and so he's many fine. presents. He's got so many presents. Why? And I I love everyone who bought him presents. Too many presents. I know that in a couple of weeks from now, he's going to forget about all of them and be asking mm. me for more shit at Target. Yeah. He's going to point to some random thing and say, yeah. I want that. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Really quick. You bought him the funniest and perhaps worst toy you could buy a four-year-old child oh with the tiny little things yeah my wife bought him a, a dinosaur egg that you soak. oh that thing i thought you meant the little critter no, 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 no. thing you soak it in water for one to two days before it cracks <laughs> and then once it cracks open you have to leave the dinosaur in water another five to seven days so that it can grow I didn't you know read kind of it. torture that is for a four-year-old? I didn't read the back. I didn't look at the instructions. Mm. I just saw it was a dinosaur egg. And in, in my defense, his elf gave him that present, not, not oh, that's us. That's true. That's true. His elf did. Finagle, real idiot. Real, real <laughs> asshole at the end. Um, sorry. Do we want to introduce ourselves? Oh, I mean, if you're coming in Ooh, on the yeah. 13th episode. On the bonus. <laughs> But I am Mikaela Pettigrew. And I am also Mikaela Pettigrew. Ooh, you took my full name. Yeah. Oh, it's romantic. I love you. I love you, too. Um, we have been, for the last 12 days, uh, watching um, some 12... Some 12? Oh, some boy. 12, some 12 Netflix films about Christmas. About Christmas, but not, like, the high-rated ones. We're, like, the next no. tier down. Everybody's doing Princess Switch. Everyone's doing uh, Christmas Prince. I will say, though, we're, we're not, like, the low, low tier. I, I feel like we should have cleared that up because we we passed on some. Yeah, there were some that were too bad even for we, us. We won't name them. Oh, I will. No, Whatever no, no, no. Whatever that Christmas app one oh, was, that boy. looked real bad. It did look really bad. Um, but today, for the bonus, because the twelfth one we chose was such a bummer to end a California on. California Christmas was a real sadness to all of us. Oh man, it hurt. Um, we decided to review, I guess, one movie that is no longer on Netflix. No, but originally was. Yes. We saw it for the first time on Netflix, which is partially what inspired us to do this podcast in the first place. Years ago. But years ago. We procrastinated. It took mm -hmm. a few years. Um, it's now on Peacock. Yes. So if you want to watch it, 
Get a subscription to Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has that already, right? Yeah. Everyone's got a pres- <laughs> ever since prescription. Home, everyone's got a prescription for Peacock. Their doctors gave it to them. They were like, "Watch two hours of this, and then call me never because you can't get a hold of me because it's an HMO and it's oh, very hard to contact your boy. primary care physician." Um, but it's called Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I remember when we watched this, just how tickled I was with the entire movie. It is the. As insane as all of these other movies have been, I feel like Merry Christmas is it, it outdoes them in and, almost every capacity. You know, until we got to Wedding Planner. Oh yeah, Wedding Planner is now the craziest movie I've just I've for the seen. Ending. Just, just for, for that last twenty minutes. Not even twenty. I'm really like ten. Ten fifteen yeah. minutes. Uh, for sure, that last ten minutes of it. I hope you guys all saw that movie because. I don't think us hey, describing does it justice. I've been looking at the metrics. They didn't see it. No. Nope. <laughs> We're doing this for us. Just for us. Um, but Merry Christmas is a very fun movie, so I hope you enjoy. Yes. Ooh, let me, for the last time, read the summary <gasps> from the good people at the Internet Movie Database dot commercial. Unwinding her relationship from a controlling choreographer, Kayla happens to take an elevator ride with lonesome caterer Dustin. Why did they put... They put Dustin in quotes. Like that... It's not his real name. (laughs) The lift stalls and spontaneously magical kisses follow. They call it the lift? Like it's British? Yeah. Soon, the choreographer makes nice and Dustin retreats like a bitch. I put that last part in there. Mm. Kayla becomes confused as to which man to love. Was this recorded in Canada? Or recorded? Oh my god. Filmed, filmed in, in Canada? Canada? I, I don't know. Only because they said lift. No, well that that's just the quote from Ion Channel. Oh, okay. That's where they picked up the story uh, storyline on IMDb. Okay, so let's get into this. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, our B-list person we see in the credits, Doris Roberts. Yes. R.I.P. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let's check. (laughs) That's very funny if she's not. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Doris? Oh, yes. She died in 2016. Okay. Oh, like right after this was... Um, oh, yeah. Films. This may have been her last. Can you look Ooh. if this was her last film? Was this her Go last? Go to her Wikipedia. Well, it's not going to have her last. Yeah, it will. Career, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. No. Go to her, like. No. Filmography. Yeah. No. Ooh, okay, good. Well, they don't even have Merry Christmas listed on here. Man. Oh, the good eye. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. It's probably under television. TV movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2015, Mrs. Billing from Merry Christmas. Okay. So not her last not her last TV or her last film role, okay. thankfully. So we meet um, Kayla and her boyfriend. What's her boyfriend's name? Her, Carlton. Carlton. Yes. What is such, what a weird name. For that man who looks like a poor man's Tony Stark. Yeah, he clearly had just seen, I'm guessing, at this point, what was it, Iron Man 3? Really liked it. And was like, that's my facial hair. That's my whole, that's my whole look. 
<laughs> yes. And then we also see the bellhop for the first time, who is this really disheveled looking man. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was with that bellhop. Um, I'm trying to... Oh, his name is Corbin Timbrook. That's a fake name. And he's credited as Bellhop. That's a fake name. If I look in the credits, I'm trying to see if he's like an executive producer or something. Nope. Not in there at all. He looks really disheveled in that first scene. Oh, he looks like shit. Like his hair is all fucked up? Yeah. If he, if he showed up like that, well, obviously. It's a nice hotel. Here's the thing, though. Clearly, the guy is divorced. He's drunk. It's the holidays. <laughs> So he's coming into work hungover, <laughs> like depressed. He has some weird interactions in this movie yeah. too. Um, you pointed out too. You saw like two cosplay ladies. Oh yeah, right at the, like right in the opening, uh, as Carissa or as Kayla and Carlton, real name Carissa Lee Staples, I think was the actress's oh, name. Oh, Kayla. Kayla, yeah. As Kayla and Carlton are walking into the hotel together. There are two fucking nerds walking the other mm-hmm. way, two girls dressed up in cosplay, and it's it's not mentioned, it's not acknowledged. Mm-mm. It seems like for a split second, this movie is a sci-fi film that like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm guessing they got the hotel to let them film during that time because it was like... It had to have been like easier. WonderCon. I mean, yeah. if it was San Francisco, it had to have been like WonderCon or something like that. Yeah. 2015? But, but not, not San Francisco, though, because they're in Palo Alto. I Which will is, say, no, no, no. Of, that They are staying outside Palo Alto. Okay, but one of the few movies where we actually kind of know no. where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I love that at the start, Carlton is like harumphing because there's not enough Christmas. There's not enough Christmas in this room. Yeah, it's not decorated enough for him, which is such a weird... accent, terrible, by the way. Yeah, it comes and goes a little. Yeah, a little bit. Just like Tony Stark. Yes. (laughs) And you find out that Kayla is his fiancé and business manager. Yes. And she immediately, right off the bat, is telling people... That their relationship's not working. That they're that, not married. They're, that they're they're engaged, but she's like unsure. Like she's telling this to the fucking bellhop, like right off the bat. Yeah. Like people are like, "Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for changing this hotel." And she's like, "I'll tell you how I'm doing. My fiance sucks." Well, she she does that thing where it's like, "Oh, Mrs. Whatever," and she's like, "Oh, I'm not Mrs. Yet. We're just engaged." And blah blah blah. And then he, the Carlton, closes the door on her. Yes. When he gets in the car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty great move. Like, Is if, it? Yeah. <laughs> if he's nagging her, if he's like doing the uh, Mr. E, whatever it's called. <gasps> Honey, you've ruined I'm everything. so sorry. <laughs> if, he's, if he's doing the whole Mr. E thing, then yeah. It's... Let me make sure we're okay. I think we're okay. Yeah. If he's doing the whole Mr. E thing, Mr. E... Oh, God, I hate that fucking guy. What's his name? It's the whole. The, his name was Mister E. Like mystery. Yeah. Okay. Like he's a drag king. Yes. Like he's a drag king. Okay. But you know what? He did kind of dress like a drag king, actually. <laughs> he might have been a drag king. Um. Okay. So then, um, they go over to the theater, which is my favorite thing, because you see Carlton Wells presents the Nutcracker, and his name is so huge on the marquee. And it is in. Just look, Ooh. they went into Microsoft Word and they put together a quick little image and stuff. And they're like, that's good enough. 
All right, send it to the graphics team. Mm-hmm. Let's slap this into the movie. It doesn't have to look like it actually is on the uh, side yeah. at all. <laughs> it looks so bad, and it's hilarious how huge the font is. And they chose Carlton's headshot, real name David mm-hmm. O'Donnell, chose his headshot from, I'm guessing, 2002. Like, it looks nothing mm-hmm. like this. And also, I want to point out... This is like a small town podunk fucking nowhere theater that this is happening. Palo Alto's not a tiny But that theater place. looked like shit. It didn't look like a place that's going to have some big world-renowned choreographer. Because he's... Which, first of all... Well, look how big Palo Alto is. Well, I will say that like he he's getting noticed and stopped by everybody. Mm-hmm. And I have never met a choreographer or even... I, I it, Or like Travis Wall. I don't know who... It, sure. I don't know who that is. I would, I would recognize Charles I wouldn't well. pick him out of a lineup. I could pick him out of a lineup. But you're like a nerd. I am a nerd. And I, I think most people would not be able to pick him out. Well, this is the thing that is very funny to me. The Nutcracker is very similar to Swan Lake, where... Palo Alto population, 66,573 as of 2019. So, so if it's been ravaged by COVID, it could be under 20,000. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but the Nutcrackers like Swan Lake where you can change the choreography that is an artistic choice. Mm-hmm. But traditionally, there is a specific choreography for both of those uh, pieces that you would not change. Well, I know. So he would not be doing anything. Well, this is the most radically different version of the Nutcracker that has ever been created. And I will say this because <laughs> the cast consists of four girls. That's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of women. You don't see any guys. Uh, mostly that Sugar Plum Fairy. Yeah, you see the Sugar Plum Fairy and like three other girls. The entire time in terms of their cast, which is, where, where is the Nutcracker? They never have a Mm-mm. Nutcracker. No. And this is the first time you hear Kayla's mad that she treats him like his business manager. Yes. She's mad that he treats her like she's the business manager when she is the business manager. Mm-hmm. And they are currently at... at his job. Uh-huh. The choreography job. So he's... In a business capacity, and uh-huh. she's there in a business capacity as Correct. well. Correct. And she's upset that he's treating her like that. Correct. This is why. Look, this is why Snowbound for Christmas would never work. Going back three movies ago, two movies ago, Snowbound for Christmas had the same problem, where the boss is falling in love with the, his employee. You're gonna make you you're 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 getting you're getting you're getting it confused. You're getting it all mixed up together. Your fluids are all getting intermingled. You got work fluid going in with personal fluid. Too many fluids. That's right. And this is our first sighting of those candy canes. They're outside. They're outside. Okay, so there are. And those terrible carolers. There are giant candy cane like uh, stanchions. I'm I'm trying to figure out what the term is for them. You just like poles essentially, Mm -hmm. but they're they're small. Um, And they're outside of the. Oh, what's the name of the store? It's the dumbest fucking name of any store I've ever seen. Um, where she sees the Nutcracker. Um, oh God, I didn't write it. 
It's like Mrs. Johnson's gobbledygookies or some stupid... It's stupid. Um, but yeah, this is the first time that Kayla sees the Nutcracker. And outside of the store are these two candy canes. And then you see these candy canes... In various other locations throughout the movie. All of Palo Alto has decided to use the same... It's like clearly the the production had like five candy canes that they kept moving to every shot. And the first time we saw this, it made us so happy mm-hmm. just to see these stupid candy canes. And I, I appreciate And also these carolers, they cannot sing. Well, not only can they not sing, they're not being asked to sing. Because they've got a, a vocal track or something playing in the background. And they're not even fucked to be bothered to even try to line up with what's happening Mm-mm. to the vocal track. And then she uh, she sees Santa. That's right. She runs into a guy who's dressed as Santa raising money. And she gets way too personal, way so too fast with personal. Santa. She, like, gives him some money and he's like, what's your wish for Christmas? And she's like... I don't know that I fall in love with my fiance again because we're not working. Like, yes, he doesn't care, man. That's not what he does. But I will say is that this first interaction does spark a romantic chemistry between Santa and Kayla. Although (laughs) Kayla doesn't know it, Santa does. (laughs) Yeah, and bingo, someone being Santa. That's right. Um, And then we see the Nutcracker. And then, Have we even gotten to Dustin yet? No. Oh but we God. see the Nutcracker and we see the shot of her. Oh, that's right. Through the window. Mm-hmm. And I, the weird thing is, is that the reverse shot, when they're looking at the Nutcracker, there is no graffiti on Nothing. the window. There's no scratches or anything. But when they do the shot from the Nutcracker's POV. <laughs> you know, the one you want. There's like all this graf- like all these scratched scratches. All over the window. It's so weird. It's, yeah, it's so, I mean, just ghetto. Like, there's no other term for it. Just why would you have that shot in your movie? Yeah, just go to a different window, guys. Set up a different window. Or get a different window. I mean, I don't know what your budget is. You're partially funded by K Jewelers, so. Oh, yeah, (laughs) sure are. Um, And then we... We meet the Rotary PTA Club lady in the shop. Oh, that's right. The owner, the shop owner. Who loves uh, Kayla's. Okay. And she loves Kayla's fiance, Carlton. She She produces a uh, 8x10 of Carlton's face. She had on the ready. From her vagina. Yeah, who remember. knows? It, like, she just pres- she pulls it from under her apron. Like, it's a. Yeah, why? How did she have that on her already? So many she, questions. She keeps it stuffed up there. She's performing some kind of black magic ritual. Jesus, <laughs> how dare you? Um, and then we <clears throat> then we finally meet uh, Kim and Dustin. Yes, and Kim is Dustin's cousin, and also they make sure we know that they are cousins. They're not. They're not kissing cousins either. They're not kissing cousins. They do have a little bit of chemistry. But they want you to know it's just friendly chemistry. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. She's not a threat. Yeah, she's not not tying on the bacon to the bacon tree. But bingo, we got people who work in a restaurant slash cooking. They're caterers and they're baking. They are baking. Even though they're, they're, they specifically say that they're caterers, they produce a full menu. We never see them do anything Mm -mm. other than baking. We don't even really see them bake 
We do see them roll Make cookies, flour. yeah. I think Kim at one point is literally just rolling a pile of flour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dope. Again, the budget was very small. Um, but they're talking about the order for Carlton, and Dustin knows that Kayla likes the Nutcracker. No, no, no. Carlton, the, he knows that Carlton loves Christmas. He's a big Christmas freak. And that the Nutcracker is, you know, a big part of it. So they're trying to design a signature treat. But I thought he knew that Kayla liked it. He doesn't know shit about Kayla right you didn't, now. I thought he no. knew, I thought he mentioned Kayla. No, he didn't mention Kayla at all. Okay. I don't know why I thought he, like, already was tapped in on her. No, he didn't know anything about Kayla. Because that's what sets up later. That they, yeah. they have that in common. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then... I think is it, it's at this point we get to the sexual assault, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So Dustin is in an elevator, which apparently this elevator has a lot of history and backstory. M- mythos. That is not ever really spoken of or no. explained. It's just like they understand it that everyone else should understand what it is. Yeah. It's it, everyone respects it. Mm-hmm. Everyone follows it. Mm-hmm. And you don't question it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gets in the elevator, and then Mrs. Billing, Doris Roberts, gets in the elevator, too, and immediately starts touching Dustin. Yes. Like, rubbing his, like, like caressing his face. Yes. And talking it to him, uh, like... Shows him that th- she put mistletoe up. Somebody put mistletoe up in the elevator. She didn't mm-hmm. necessarily say it was her. I think it was her. And then she just starts fucking kissing Dustin. More than once. Yeah, again, I mean, he is not into, like... He doesn't stop her. No, he doesn't, which is very awkward. The fact that he's... I mean, he does make a point of saying early on that he's single, he's lonely. He might be getting, like, you know, a third of the way there at that moment (laughs) where he's like... Maybe, maybe I can do this. He's open to love wherever he can find it. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, this the dialogue in this movie at times is so bad. He, yeah. He at one point, like, Kim is like, hey, why don't you get yourself back out there again? And he's like, well, no, I mean, all of my previous relationships have been failures, so I think I'm just doomed for a series of failed relationships. It's like, what? what <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's very dramatic. But it's also monologuing for the audience yes. in a very... Giving all the backstory. In a very tell-not-show. Yes. Um, you mentioned you think that it's not Doris Roberts in that, that walkaway shot. Okay, so yes, the elevator uh, gets to the ground floor. Doris Roberts walks away, but it's a very awkward shot where you only see Doris Roberts back, and it looks much smaller than... She was just a second ago and shorter, and the hair seems unnatural. It looks like somebody it's a wig. wearing a wig it does that look- is not Doris Roberts walking away. But in fairness, we've never seen Doris Roberts from behind. I don't even know why you want that shot. What kind of insane, like, just a reverse shot of Doris Roberts walking away for... An extended period of time. I think it's, it's that, at least five seconds. It's that classic, like, oh, we're barely at an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. We need this. We need we this need extra padding. Every shot we we shot. Yeah. And Dustin casually brings this up later to his friend Jaina. Yes, but you kind of Jaina. Jaina, Jana, Jana, Jana. It kind of makes light of it. <clears throat> yes, 
but makes light of the fact that he was just sexually assaulted yes. on an elevator. Yes. Um, we also have Kayla speaking her truth to Carlton, and he's just oh, not right. listening to her. Yeah. She's doing this whole thing where she's, like, talking to him while he's sitting there. Look, I'm assuming he's doing his job. He's doing his job, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you don't care about me. You're not watching me. You're not she's listening. Watch, he's watching rehearsal. And, I, again, he yeah. sh- she should be working. Yeah, she should be doing something. And he asks her a couple times about stuff like interviews and things. And she's like, yes, I have them set up, Carlton. She's like, yeah, because you're at your job. He's asking you job questions. She seems terrible at her job part. Well, no, she seems very good at her job, but like. Well, no, because later she goes on dates during her work hours. Well, yeah, but at that point she's like, fuck this guy. But, okay, she's still working. Okay, so she meets with Jana, too. Uh, Kayla does. And Carlton can't get Jana's name right. Calls her Jada, Jessica. Oh, yeah, because they're meeting with her to do the um, run-through before the engagement party. Just to make sure everything looks good. Yes. Because Jana... Jana? Mm -hmm. Do we know Jana? Yeah, Jana. She's helping them plan everything. Mm -hmm. And Dustin will cater it. Yes. Jana is an amazing event planner. It's the night before Christmas. It's been a long day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Carlton loves Christmas because he was not allowed of Christmas as a child. Mm-hmm. So he really wants Christmas. Yeah, and Dustin immediately, like, he bugs out. So he doesn't see Kayla or, um, Kayla or Carlton at this point. He is not made contact with them at all it's important for a little bit later we're going to find out why that's important what's going on i'm just making sure we're at the okay this is when just her and jana are are meeting and talking and as soon as uh carlton leaves jana's like are you sure you still love him yeah yeah she's like i don't know I just love Gina's just immediately like, this is a bad idea. Ditch the zero, get with a hero. But also, Carlton, the second he walks into the cafe, immediately spots two women who are like, I fucking him. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, honey, I simply must go over there and say hello. And then goes over and like talks to these other women when he's supposed to be planning his engagement party. Yeah, so you definitely already see his priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jana's like, no, n- this is not the right guy for you. Yeah. And they have known each other for a long time because they work together at a place called Trend. Trend Magazine. Trend. Yes. Kayla used to be a writer before she fell in love with Carlton and then you became know, be- his business manager. Gave up her own dreams for a man. I mean, you know. To support a man's dreams. Her dreams weren't that important. No, 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 no. Uh, so then we, we see Dustin walking by that store, seeing the same Nutcracker. And he is inspired. Yes. He wants that Nutcracker because he's going to make Nutcracker-based treats. He knows what he's going to do now for and the signature. He buys it before Kayla. Mm-hmm. He goes to the store the very next morning. Morning, he goes to the store the very next morning, and immediately <laughs> when the store opens up, he buys the Nutcracker. Kayla, minutes later, goes to the store. Nutcracker's not there. Nope. 
And so she begins to get harassed by Mrs. Joyner. Oh, wait. Second sighting of the carolers. Second sighting of those goddamn carolers. I love them. And uh, this time they're not even trying to sing. Mm-mm. There's no there's no audio of them. It's see. awful. <laughs> Um, but yes, the woman from the store starts chasing Kayla. And this is insane. Because leaves her store. Leaves the store while it's open and like... Unoccupied. Unoccupied. She runs after Kayla. Kayla pretends like she can't hear her, but it's, it's for so long that clearly she's ignoring you and this woman is not picking up on the hint. So then she goes into the the building where Dustin is, waiting for the elevator, jumps in the elevator with Dustin, and to get rid of the lady, kisses Dustin. Starts macking hardcore. But the woman knows who both Dustin and Kayla are. And knows that Kayla is engaged to Carlton, who is this famous choreographer. Yes. And her response to all of this is to go, oh, I left my store. I should go back. <laughs> um, and then, the I, I don't even know if that's the craziest part. Because when Dustin tells his cousin, the cousin says, if what they say about the elevator is true, there is a reason why they paired you two together. Yeah. Like, at this point, there's supposed to be some... Mythology about the elevator. Yes. Where the elevator decides who should be in love, who shouldn't. I want to believe it's like some Twilight Zone type situation where... Decides. Like, star-crossed lovers got into the elevator, they died, and ever since then, the elevator has, like, chosen who should be together. Soulmates. Yes. Just soulmates. But also murdering people that aren't right for each other. <laughs> yes. But this this feels like a bingo to me. This feels like a secret. Like, we don't know what's happening. Yes. Um, a secret. And then we get some more candy canes. Beautiful candy canes around Palo Alto. Um, we, Kayla meets Jana again, who again tries to ask if Kayla loves her Fiance. And Kayla is spacing hardcore right now because she's thinking about those sweet, sweet lips of Dustin, who looks like a, a child that's been stretched out to full proportions. He it's a looks, very weird look. He looks like a lot of people that were on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Like contestants? And yeah. Yeah. Just if you told me he was like um, Luke R, I'd be like, yeah. That sounds right. Luke R. Did he make it to the hometown? No. <laughs> Any of the Luke R's never make it to hometown. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> um, so Carlton wants to try the full menu before the party. And then you find out. He... Because he doesn't trust Kayla to make sure that she, everything is no, right. No, do her job. Yeah. And he also called press for their party. Yes, he called press for the party, and she's like, why? And he's very direct. He's like, this is an important day for me. This is an important Mm -hmm. thing for me. Please be supportive of my hopes and dreams again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the um, tasting uh, meeting, I guess. Yeah. And And Carlton gets a phone call. Kayla goes in. Mm -hmm. And who does she run into but the caterer, Dustin. And she's not, like, phased. No, she's not like, what the fuck? You need to shut up. 
Whatever happened, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. No, she's just like genuinely happy. She's like, hey, oh my God, so nice to see I'm you. I'm so happy you're yeah. here. Meet my fiance. Yeah, and also, oh my God, that's the nutcracker. The nutcracker is there that he yes. bought. And she's like, I wanted that nutcracker. And then Dustin's like, crazy story about that nutcracker. Here's a booklet explaining the full history of the nutcracker. Yeah. Why he had the history book to the tasting, I don't know. I don't know why he had the history book there. I and don't it, know why he didn't read the history book. Yeah, and then he it inspires her. Uh, I don't know if she gets inspired right the second, but she ends up wanting to write an entire article. A book. About this uh, uh, artist. The artist who made the Nutcracker fell in love with his wife and they had been married for 58 years. That is all she knows. Is that this man made one nutcracker, got married to a woman, and mm-hmm. lived with her for fifty-eight years? That does not a book make. No. Um, so then we have the end of the tasting. She decides that she doesn't want to be with Carl. And I remember what happened. Carlton did some douchey thing. Carlton is just continuing to be a self-centered douche nozzle. He's only thinking about himself. Mm-hmm. Um. So she throws the ring at him, and she's like, we're done. Well, she says, our pieces our pu- pieces belong in different puzzles. She's like, that's a nice way to put it. It's a nice way to put it, but also, like, why were you trying to jam them together for so long for <laughs> different puzzles? Sometimes they look like they fit. Oh, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, so she is a very funny little moment where she storms off into their, like, town car... And the town car takes off yes. like <laughs> 10 feet and then stops. And she's like, get in, Carlton. Because they took this town car there. There's <laughs> Yeah, which it, it was a nice, like, um, satisfying moment as someone watching her. You're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Because that would, would make me um, annoyed if they just, like, I left him there. I think it would have been funnier if they left him there and he could have his phone or something and just be like... Uh, what am I supposed to do? That's what he sounds like. (laughs) Then we have uh, Jana and the cousin Kim trying to convince uh, Dustin to pursue Kayla, even though they're still working on their party. And they don't know at the time that they're not getting engaged, or they're no longer engaged. No, they don't know this. They're just like... Jana and Kim are still like, hey, you should try to get at this woman you're doing an engagement party for. And Jana's very much like, it's bullshit, it's not going to work, trust me about it. Go in, slide in there, punch your ticket. (laughs) Go in her DMs. That's right. Uh, Dustin then drops off the Nutcracker to Kayla. Goes That's all right. the way to San Francisco. He takes a train all the way to her because she's in a whole different city. Goes to her hotel, the Biltmore, and drops <laughs> off the Nutcracker. It doesn't, like, stay to talk to her about it or anything. He just no. bribes the bellhop to take it up to her. The bellhop was being such a dick about it. I mean, I kind of understand. This, like, guy comes up... The bellhop knows that she's engaged, and the guy's like, hey, I need you to give this to this woman. And so the bellhop's like, no, man. And he's like, here's 20 bucks. And the bellhop's like, sure. That's not enough money for me. I wouldn't drop it off for 20. Why don't you just say, like, hi, this is something for her that she ordered. Like, Yeah, there's I- a much better way to do it. But, I mean, look, 
the bellhop needs that bottle of fireball whiskey. He's got to get through this night somehow. <laughs> that $20 is going to help him get there. Uh, Carlton's very upset. Very jealous of the caterer. Very jealous of the caterer. Very jealous of their connection. Because he doesn't know what's going on, but he knows that they've got a connection. But And they're still going to have the party. Even mm-hmm. though they're not engaged. Because they're keeping up public appearances. Because that's important for Carlton's career. And they're going to make it a, a just celebrating the Nutcracker party. Yes. Less about the engagement, more about the Nutcracker. Um, but she gets it. She immediately starts doing some research on the Nutcracker. No, first she tries to return the Nutcracker. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's right. She does research that yeah, night. Yeah, she does right. research that night. And she's like, it was the most fulfilling two hours I've had. <laughs> she's doing saddest. research. Her life seems very sad. She hopped on Wikipedia for two hours. Yes. Um, and then the next day she does try to return the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. She um, goes up to Dustin. She's mm-hmm. like, I did some research. Turns out this Nutcracker was used to crack nuts. That's what it was used for. It was for. wild. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Uh, he... He chases her back to the elevator Mm -hmm. uh, and convinces her to come back in. And we get a nice bingo card amateur baking montage. Oh, that's right. They do a whole baking thing because they're trying to get baked goods together for a benefit for the local animal shelter. Because Kim, in another like little minor (laughs) side story, Kim is trying to get dicked by this guy Joshua who runs who works at the edible shelter. What a weird subplot. And so she's like, Yeah, we'll bring cookies, dude. We got this. Come on. Yeah, I'll get your dick. Yeah. Here, let me help you. Mm-hmm. Uh so then we we see Carlton at rehearsal and this is my favorite. He kept telling them all to squat. 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 Which is like the weirdest thing. I don't know why that's weird to me. I think that's not what you would tell ballerinas. The one thing I noticed was at one point he says, um, he he's doing like, one, two, three, one, two, three. And he goes, I can see you on my stage. You're on my stage. Get off my that, stage. That was funny. <laughs> but I, you wouldn't say squat. You would say like. Plie. Plie. Yeah. I don't know. Again, well, Carl- very weird. Carlton is such an avant-garde choreographer and composer oh. that he does not have time to say plie he goes squat Jesus Christ. we also <laughs> we also find out he's sleeping with the sugar plum fairy yes I i'm pretty so. sure yes because jaina and kayla go to the hotel bar to have some drinks and then uh carlton walks in with the sugar plum fairy and Carlton seems like he does actually care about Kayla in some sense. Yeah. Because he sees her, he's like shook, and then he's like, I don't want her to see us. To see us. Yeah. I don't want to hurt her. So let's go. Yes. And they leave. But Jaina Jaina clocks Carlton there with the sugar plum fairy and she's already like, fucking knew it. I'm gonna keep this in the back of my head. And I'm gonna keep telling Dustin to go yeah. get it. <laughs> Um, and then we have this little pizza date with Dustin. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. Because Joshua offers pizza to the group. Yeah. But Dustin and Kayla say no because they're trying to let Kim get 
get go have it. a little yeah. privacy with him. Yeah, get some hot pepperoni. But then, nope. Talking about dick. <laughs> but then they were like, pizza sounds great. So then they yeah, go have their own pizza. So hungry. I want pizza. And then it cuts to them on a park bench eating pizza. You know, Kayla keeps dodging Carlton's calls, but mm-hmm. she does still work for him. Yes, she's still the business manager. She still during, has a business obligation. During rehearsals. Mm-hmm. It's like the busiest time, like the tech rehearsal week. Like, it's just infuriating how bad she is at her job at this point. Yeah. So they're eating the pizza. Um, Dustin can't help but notice that she keeps looking at her phone. She keeps clocking things. And they have a little, they have some kind of a little heart to heart, right? Yeah, they have, they have some cute, they have pretty good chemistry too. Yeah. I would say they have pretty decent chemistry. Um, and they have a cute little little first date kind of thing going on. And then the next day, we go to the well, next date. Kayla gets a very important call from Carlton. And she's like, I gotta go take this. It seems like he's actually upset. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then she's like, here, take the rest of this pizza. Dustin takes the pizza. Like a real fat man. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. They shared one, like, extra large... No, it's not extra large, but like a large pizza between the two of them. And I want to believe that Dustin went back home and finished the whole thing off. Probably. I hope so. Sure. In my mind... That's Dust- all you're thinking about? Well, in my mind, Dustin used to be fat. He started working out and stuff. He started, like, looking after himself a little bit. He had a little bit of a depressive cycle when his previous relationship ended. Kicked out of it. Started going to the gym. Got himself in shape. Saturday but there's night. still there's still a fat heart inside of Dustin, which is why <laughs> he bakes so much. <laughs> when he gives it away. And, how, and why he thinks that... No woman could ever possibly love him, even though he's, um, like, a pretty attractive guy. Um, so yes, she goes over to Carlton, and it was just, it was not important. No, he was lying. Because he, he was... He, he wanted a second chance. Wanted a second chance. He got her a ruby bracelet. It was a weird choice. It was a weird choice. A weird choice for a bracelet. Yeah. So he got her a bracelet, so let's... let's Try again. And Kayla says yes. So she's like stringing along two different dudes. Yes. Because she felt something for Carlton at some point. And she thinks maybe they can get back to that feeling. So the next day, um, Dustin goes and picks up a dog. It's the dog that he just previously, the day earlier, had said that he doesn't have space or time for. Immediately had space and time for. Calls the dog Barkley, which very Wait, cute. Is it? Oh, because it barks. Bark, yeah. Oh, okay. Barkley. Now I get it. Uh, um, so then Kayla comes over while Dustin's playing with his new dog. and she's Not a, cooking. And she's like, hey, guess what? He he came back, said yes. So I'm going to... Oh, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, you're no, no. skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead on you're a bunch of ahead. stuff. Yes, I'm yes, skipping yes. ahead on a bunch no, of stuff. No, this first time that he she comes, she drops off these postcards that she made for him. That's right. And Dustin tries to pay her. And she's like, I don't want you to pay me. And he says, I want to pay you for your time. And then says, you should set boundaries. You should set boundaries. And you should have spent that time working on, on your, your book. Yeah, on, on yourself. yourself. 
Which he's not wrong. He's not wrong, but also, like, someone does a nice thing for you. You you say thank you. You you do the nice thing of, like, offering to pay, but it's, like, where you're reaching for your wallet, but you have no intent of actually pulling it out of your pocket. You know what I mean? Yes, but he I think he's not wrong. And then the fact that the next thing that Kayla does is what she do? She goes to Santa and she wishes... To set boundaries. That's right. She goes to Santa again, and Santa's like, "What's up, girl? How you doing? What's, <laughs> What's up, going baby?" On? <laughs> she goes, "Yes, I'd like to wish on how to set boundaries." Essentially, uh, we had our third carol- caroler sighting. Fucking Love it. Uh, and then we have this like text session between Kayla and Dustin where they talk about the Nutcracker artist. They have a nice, honest conversation about boundaries. Oh, that's right. They get back to... And then we get a little bingo card love montage. That's right. Where they go and do a bunch of stuff. Even though... Wait, at this point, has she given Carlton a second chance or is that later? No. This is right before that. This is right before the second chance. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we skipped ahead a little. So let's wind it back. Yeah. They have a little love montage. And then I think that's when Carlton... Tries to win her back because I think he sees what's happening. Mm-hmm. Sees them growing apart. He also, at, at some point, comments on how she's not doing her job. Yeah. And she's very like, I am. I'm still doing my job. And he's like, no, not you're not. Not really. Like, yes, you I don't, don't see you. You don't come to rehearsal. You're not doing your job. Mm-hmm. And she, he does try to win her back. And then she, I think, I don't know if she says yes or no, or she's, like, thinking about it. And then she sees Santa while she's, like, sad by a lake. Santa calls her Smiles. Yeah, Santa's got a nickname for her. Remembers like a pet name. Remembers all of her wishes. Yeah. He, it's this so Santa weird. has secretly fallen in love with Kayla and is, like, the third suitor mm-hmm. that is not <laughs> acknowledged. Yeah. And then now, now this is when Kayla goes to Dustin and says, Carlton wants another shot and I'm going to give him another chance. And Dustin immediately clocks the bracelet and is like, nice bracelet. Yeah, it's real shitty. Yeah. Uh, so she gives Carlton another shot. Uh, and then we have Jana kind of saying, you look sad. Yeah. Why, why have you given him another shot and you're still sad about it? Yeah, why did you do this? Oh, because we're, we're at, we're at the, the party. party now. Yeah. Um, and immediately, Carlton fucks it up. He's already, like, hitting on some girl. He's already hitting on other women and, like, not acknowledging her when she was like, the whole thing is is that you don't, you're not acknowledging me, you're not paying attention to me, you know? You yeah. should pay attention to me. And he just immediately is incapable of doing it so she's like fuck you this is over mm-hmm. she leaves the, she tells kim and um jana she's like i'm leaving my favorite part of that though is that jana after kayla's like you know what this is ridiculous i'm gonna break up with him jana's like yeah i did see him with the sugar plum like, bitch, what kind of friend are yeah. you yeah tell her earlier yep that's a that's I don't know why she wouldn't have said anything unless she just didn't want it to sound like... (sighs) 
But she already is on a... She already has a team. She already has a side that she's very clearly picked. But sometimes if you see something, if you don't know... Okay, remember in Santa Girl? No, no, no. Christmas... Wedding Planner. Wedding Planner. When she confronts him and she's wrong, well... Oh, that's right. They're, they are just friends. Right. So it, you, you don't want to make it a big thing and then be wrong. Mm-hmm. It could be that. Um, and the, I love this. We see... Kayla leaving the hotel and she asks for a taxi from the bellhop and he says something about her. No, no, no. He says at first, he says, can I call you a taxi? And then she says, no, wait, yes. What are you scared of a strong woman? Yeah. Intimidated by a strong woman. Yeah. I'm like, what? How is that? Did something get cut from this conversation? I think they had another conversation where the bellhop was like, my kink is submissive women. And then she was like, I'm not submissive. I'm strong. Yeah. It's, do you have a problem with strong women? Yeah. What a weird I don't know. thing to say. I mean, like. Look, the bellhop's wife was very assertive. <laughs> she left him. <laughs> this is, this is by the way, the day before the bellhop was originally divorced a year ago. So it's a very controversial, oh boy. very emotional time for the bellhop. So she changes her mind to leave, to go back to LA, mm-hmm. and Dustin changes his mind because he hadn't got he wasn't going to the party, and he's he changed his mind he was yeah. going to go to the party and see Dustin her. was trying to be he the has nice no idea because mm-hmm. he was like I'm going to give her space I don't want it to be weird that I'm at the party right so I'm gonna, I'm just not going to be there so Dustin gets into the elevator and the magic elevator. Breaks, breaks down. down with him in it. So mm-hmm. he's rushing to get to her, but the elevator keeps him trapped there so that she can... This is my my add-in commentary that, like, basically keeps him there until she can get to him. Well, that's the thing that I don't get is that she... She decides that she's going to go to L.A. and then at some point decides that she's not going to go to L.A. She's going to go see Dustin. Yes. So... So the elevator is supposed to keep him there. Yeah, so that he's not... So that they're not just, like, switching places and they miss yeah. each other. And then the um, magic of the elevator kicks in, where there's a whole mm. crowd of people waiting for the elevator. It's stuck. Kayla arrives. It's been 30 minutes. It's been 30 minutes. And then Dustin begins a very intense <laughs> and long monologue... Looking at the the sky of the elevator, essentially. Can I just say that it's written here? <gasps> oh, please give me your your best performance. Thanks a lot, elevator. You brought the most incredible woman into my life, and now you're stopping me from getting to her. I am a chicken. Okay, is that what you want to hear? I practically rolled out the red carpet for Kayla to leave me, and now when I want to go get her to stop her from leaving, to to tell her how amazing she is and how I want to spend the rest of my life with her, loving her, being her best friend, her partner in crime, you're foiling my efforts. Thanks a lot, elevator! <laughs> <laughs> And scene. And scene. Um, oh, and... But the whole time, <laughs> the was... elevator intercom was on. So, so Kayla hears the whole thing. Yeah, Kayla just got there, so she heard the whole monologue. Mm-hmm. 
And then just then the elevator oh, kicks back no, on. No, you missed the part where someone in the crowd goes, who's Kayla? And then she turns around and she goes, I'm Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> She's so proud. I'm Kayla. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, yes, the elevator, <coughs> elevator starts and he goes, thank you, elevator. Yeah. And it opens up, and she's like, I heard everything. Yes. You're a dork. I'm leaving. No, 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 no. No, no. she's into it. No, no, no. And this this is this is how the movie goes from uh, insane premise, all of this craziness with the elevator, to a more sensible ending, because it gives, gives us a one-year-later uh, title card, so that it's not like they've known each other for a week, and we're going to say, I love you. And then get married the same day. But we do get the I love you a year later. We get a year later. uh, Ferris wheel. They're at the Santa Monica Pier on the Ferris wheel. It is as insane as that little bit of dialogue was. This dialogue where he proposes to her is like so. I I wanted to throw something. When he started talking. <laughs> it's very cheesy. He, yeah, he's like, you are the love of my life. Is you... this a harlequin? No. You okay. make me want to be a better man every day. I love you with all of my heart. Every piece of me is in love with you. Love, you, me, is a thing. Love, love. But the best part is he opens the box for, to show the ring, and it's like a huge product placement of K-Jewelers. K-Jewelers. And the ring looks like shit. It doesn't look like a great ring. Well, it's free from K-Jewelers. But I mean, like, if K, if K is promoting, it, they're financially involved in this movie, yeah. I'm bringing, like, the diamond ring from K-Jewelers, and I'm like, use this. Make it seem like this is what we give to everybody, even though it's mm. like... You're, you make a good point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she says yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised that Dustin wasn't like, this ring was so affordable from K Jewelers. It's only six <laughs> <Yeah. payments." laughs> So It's only two of my... Um, only two paychecks. Two paychecks. Uh, it, was, it was very um, sweet. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. Uh, overall, what would you give this out of five candy canes? Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to predict their future. So clearly okay. in the future, she becomes Dustin's business manager. In what addition to writing oh, her okay. book. Oh, okay. He, he begs. Yeah. He's so caterer. she becomes like his PR press for the catering company. While at the same time, she finishes the stupid book about, about the, nutcracker. the Nutcracker artist. Mm-hmm. It sells two copies. <laughs> it goes on. Yes. Who's going to read an autobiography about a guy who made a Nutcracker? Unless that Nutcracker is secretly made out of the bones of his grandfather. I don't <laughs> want to read that book. Um, you're right. She probably will help in like the PR part of his business, which mm. I think needs help because... He's he's bringing dogs into his workplace, so he needs help. Oh yeah, he brings a dog into his commercial workspace. Should not be allowed. You do not bring dogs into a food space like that, unless it's a service animal. And even then, there's a series of guidelines and restrictions. And one of your employees is taking up business time and supplies, so she can get fucked. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, 
she is making bones and she is getting bones. <laughs> Uh, but okay, five five candy canes. What do you give it? Five candy canes, five like candy cane stanchions, mm-hmm. like the okay. Um, well, there's only ever two that you see at any one time in the movie. No, no, no. There are shots where there's several. I feel like there's only no, ever no, no. two. And no, there's several. Like there's like two in one shot, and then you see the reverse mm-hmm. shot, and they're they're in the reverse no. shot. No, <laughs> there there are at least four. Okay, um, I'm. I mean, look. Is it a perfect movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. There is no such thing as a perfect movie. But is it an enjoyable hour and a half of your time where you're constantly going, what the fuck is this? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So I give it five candy canes. Five candy canes. Yeah. How many times have we seen this movie? At least twice, maybe three times? I think we've seen it three or four times at this yeah. point. It's always fun. It's always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because we love the the mythology of the elevator. Yes. The mythology of the elevator with the star-crossed lovers perishing in there. The sexual assault from Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts. Rest in peace. R.I.P.D. <laughs> Rest in power. Oh, my God. To think that she made this movie just a few years before she died. And she was like... This is the worst thing I've ever done. And she this was right. This can't be the f- worst thing she ever did. It is. I no. mean, it's the last thing she ever did. I mean, it's like one of the last, so it's it's like one of the worst. It can't be one of the worst. It's gotta be. What else is she? I mean... No. Let's I, not get into her thing. I'm not interested enough in Doris Roberts to look her up. Well, I mean, she was Ray's mom. That's all I know about Doris Roberts. I know. Roberts. I never watched the show. Um, Raymond! I thought that was a terrible impression. <laughs> I'm more interested to know if that was her walking away. <clears throat> I don't think it was. I don't, I've never seen her walking away. I don't. I don't. I'm almost positive that it wasn't. Let me really quickly see if there's any good trivia on IMDb about this movie. Let's see. It's sponsored by K Jewelers. We knew that. It said that? Yeah. Um, in the beginning of the movie. Oh, in the beginning of the movie were two people walking in the hotel lobby dressed like Isabel and Fenris from Bioware's Dragon Age franchise. So they are... Okay, so they're Dragon Age characters. What the fuck were they doing there? I'm so curious. Was it like a GDC or a WonderCon or something? I bet you it was like WonderCon. Something like that. Because WonderCon was still up there in 2015, probably. Mm -hmm. Doris Roberts was in another Christmas fantasy called A Mom for Christmas. Now, Mm. whoever wrote this trivia... Did not know the word movie, so he said, another Christmas fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see, goofs. Uh, Oh, yeah, we already went over that. He's going to do Tchaikovsky's The Nutcracker with only, like, six female cast members and no set. Yeah. Yeah, you never see a set. You never see a set. You never see a man. You see, you see one costume. <clears throat> Unless Carlton was going to be the Nutcracker. No. Unless he was cracking nuts. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his nut cracked. I would, I would love to see a version of the Nutcracker where it is a man cracking nuts throughout. The- <laughs> ballet but also cracking walnuts have you ever seen the nutcracker jesus christ but i would i would go see that nutcracker 
I've just to seen see all these it. shells and shit on the stage. I'm gonna make you go see it once Atticus can sit through it. No, you know what? Actually, I did see it when I was like in elementary school. Yeah. And I, I violently did not care. <gasps> what? I, I loved it. I ridiculously, sincerely could have cared less. Couldn't. Could not have cared less. I'm sorry. Could not have cared less. It was impossible for me to care less than the zero fucks that I gave. You know what? It was like the Sam. It was like the Sacramento Public Theater version of the Nutcracker. So it probably wasn't. We went to the San Francisco one. Yeah. I think for school. Ugh. We're gonna go. It's one of my few experiences with like ballet. The only other thing I've ever seen with ballet is that one time in elementary school, a ballerina came and talked to the school and she like showed us her shoes and showed us her fucked up feet and I was like, this shit is gnarly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like you're missing parts of the thing she showed you. Yeah, I mean, that's all I, I remember. remember. This, it's why I developed my foot fetish. And so oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> um, we also... Because, guys, we're done. We're done. We're going to do, like, a little ranking. We didn't do that in the last episode. Oh, we're going to rank This is my 12 rank. 12 or 13? Just 12. This, Merry this Christmas is a bonus. is not a part of this is, the official 12 canon. This is upper tier. Okay. This is my ranking. Are you going to change your ranking? I think your ranking lines up identically with mine. I would say with the exception of you've placed Christmas in the Heartland much higher than I would have. You I think I think that's just because it was some pretty good acting in it. And the music video at the end. And yeah, that ending. <laughs> that ending was beautiful. So okay, Christmas Inheritance. <clears throat> Number one for me. Number one for me, We too. started out so strong. Started out so strong. <laughs> too strong. So uh, second, Christmas Catch. Yes. What a what a surprise. Yes. That was like our... No, no, Santa Girl was our, our replacement, right? Santa Girl was our replacement. Christmas uh, Catch was always on the list. Christmas Wedding Planner, number three. Yeah, totally Best agree. ending. Uh, Santa Girl, uh, number four. Which is pretty solid all the way through. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jack Frost Jr. was awful. I will say, Jack Frost Jr. was probably the single worst actor, actor in yeah. any of the 12 movies. And I'm including 48 Christmas Wishes in that, which was <laughs> no. all children actors. <laughs> no. um, number five, I have Very Country Christmas. <clears throat> thought that was very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Christmas with a Prince, number six. Uh, Christmas. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I had it backwards. No. No, I didn't. A very you're right. A very country Christmas number six. Is that what you said? Number five. Number five. Christmas with a prince. Number six. Ooh. Okay. Let me do mine. You can do yours. Okay. Christmas in the Heartland. Number seven. Because, like I said, I think it had pretty good acting. Mm-hmm. Christmas with a view. Number eight. All those beanies. Snowband for Christmas. Pretty boring. Uh, California Christmas. What a bummer. At number ten. Christmas break-in at 11, and 48 Wishes dead last. What a <sighs> turd. <clears throat> I think our list lines up. Um, I think the only maybe switch that I would do 
is I would switch. Um, I'm actually, you know what? I would switch a very country Christmas with Christmas in the Heartland. I'm actually going to put it up higher. I'm going to put it in the fifth spot. Wow. And a very country Christmas at seven. Why? Because it was, it, I don't know, it just kind of, it didn't do it for me as strongly. No, why are you putting Heartland at five? Because it takes such an insane turn away from Parent Trap. <laughs> like, from fun lightness to, like, intense oh. seriousness. Just as soon as she gets in that truck. Yeah, she's like, we're going to meet your real dad. <laughs> right now. Wild. Yeah. I mean, that ending that's made <clears throat> made for the movie song and blooper reel. Yeah. What a Venn diagram of delightfulness. It brings so much to the end of the movie. And again, it, it's exactly the reason that you've been saying is that they did not have the runtime met. And so mm-hmm. they were like, we got to put a music video and a blooper reel into this. I always love when the blooper reels are just really them showing them setting up shots. Yes. It's like, that's not bloopers when people just stick their tongues out. Yeah. When it's just an actor going, uh, uh, <laughs> I am action. I love when you're on a podcast and you just... What? They can't see you. <laughs> well, they can hear me go, uh, uh, la, la, la. Hi, everybody. Um, no, there's a, no, it's a dead tongue. You got a dead tongue? That's not, that's not any kind of book. It's just a dead tongue. I love your son hates when you do voices right now. My son hates nothing more than me doing voices. And it makes me so happy to then do the voices. Uh, fun fact, our son <laughs> is a terrible sleeper. But we told him that if he didn't fall asleep, Santa wouldn't come. And that little boy this got the, himself to sleep so fast. the first time I have ever seen him <laughs> want, like, rush to go to sleep. <laughs> he looked... It was hilarious. We went upstairs and he was like terrified, mm-hmm. brushed his teeth so quickly and was like, I got to put on my PJs. <laughs> uh, so it's like, it's like that scene in It's Always Sunny where they like eat the cat food, sniff the glue because you have to fall asleep before the cats start meowing. <laughs> you don't remember I that? I don't remember that. <laughs> it's a thing. Anyways. Um... This has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. You know, we did this for each other. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of us for actually doing it. Yeah, I'm proud of us for actually getting through. (laughs) I mean, you know, some people do 52 podcasts in a year. But do do they do 12 podcasts? Or I'm sorry, now 13 podcasts in 13 days. What an impressive. No one's ever done that. No one's done it. Probably, right? Call Guinness. No, I'm sure there are people that do... One every day? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'm sure there are people that do it. They just, you know, no, like this, no one listens to it. <laughs> but it's not about that. It's about us. And we've had fun. Yeah. So, for the last time... Merry Flixmas. And happy viewing. Bye. 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 Bye.